a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Are you hiding your body because you're embarrassed of how you look? I mean, most of us tend to feel self-conscious about our bodies, let's face it, on some level, especially as we age. And sometimes we really do need to get healthy and lose some pounds. However, if you are that person where you're constantly feeling down about your body, you probably need some work on learning how to love and accept yourself more than anything, just the way you are. And that is what makes you attractive. It's it's that self-acceptance. And that self-acceptance is seriously a love magnet. And, you know, men and women tell me this all the time. It's the comfort that you feel within your body. And feeling confident on the outside is just as important. And it directly affects how you feel on the inside. So shifting your mindset, your looks, and mastering the state of your body can be really powerful influences on your nervous system and your self-esteem. And that is why I talk about so often the importance of investing in killer outfits that make you feel sexy, that make you look amazing. It's not the superficial thing. There is a symbiotic relationship between how you feel on the outside and what is going on on the inside. Now, being physically fit gives you that confidence to wear those tight jeans with pride. And again, this isn't just about the looks, right? I really want you to hear this. It's because Physical beauty is subjective after all, but when you're feeling your most fit, you're most likely to be in tune with your body, appreciating it, loving all it does for you. And potential mates will sense your incredible confidence, increasing your attraction factor immensely from the outside in. I remember there was this woman that I was coaching and, you know, of course she came to me for dating advice and um, she definitely wanted to work on her image. And when we began coaching together, you know, she was just really frustrated by her weight and it was really impacting her dating life. I mean, no matter what we were working on, this was like a roadblock for her. And what was striking is that she was very outgoing and she was not afraid to talk to men about, you know, the problem that she was having or, you know, and and the thing is, is when she was talking to these guys, she was consistently, and this is what we uncovered together, consistently putting herself in the friend zone. And how she was doing this was she was hiding her body. She was shutting down her flirty side and engaging in kind of these safe topical conversations. And she didn't realize that she was doing this as a way to insulate herself from being open, being vulnerable to men because she didn't feel good in her body. And she did have a flirty side, but she definitely shut it down in fear of rejection. So she started going to a boxing boot camp. This is while we were coaching together daily, and she started losing weight. And we got her new clothes, 
and it started really fitting her figure and flattering and and rather than hiding it, just like owning it more. And then with that, she would just practice flirting with men in her class. And she couldn't believe how her confidence started soaring. And she started attracting men everywhere. And when I say everywhere, everywhere she went. In fact, and this is like such a beautiful end to the story, the she met a great guy in that boot camp class. And that guy became her boyfriend. And it all had to do with her turning on her light, her cab light, as I often say. So with practice, you can learn to date with confidence, openness, and empowerment and keep your heart open to the possibilities of love. Your physical state can send powerful messages to your brain, which then dictates your emotional and mental state. Now, when it comes to boosting your dating confidence, there are a few tricks you can use with your mind and body, which is why I'm bringing this amazing guru to talk about it. Um, Originally from Sweden, Malin Svensson came to Los Angeles in 1989 with a master's degree in physical education and became certified by the National Academy of Sports Medicine in 2000. A former nationally ranked runner with over 30 years of experience in the fitness industry, Malin is the CEO and founder of Nordic Body, a walking and fitness club committed to inspiring the 50-plus crowd to live a fun, healthy, and fulfilling life by providing 360-degree support from online to live programs, including holistic fitness retreats, private sessions, workshops, and community classes. She is also an internationally fitness coach, author, speaker, and her third not, not first, third published book, Wake Up Your Body and Mind, after 50. I love this. I'm definitely going to pay attention to this. Um, she launched that, that launched on November 17th, 2020. So it's just out. Whether she works out fitness guru, Jane Fonda, or people that have never worked out a day in their life, her mission is the same. It's to strengthen the body and mind to age with confidence. Malin has been featured all over the place. I mean, she's on CBS, Los Angeles, LA Times, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Fitness Magazine. She brought Nordic Walking to North America in 2002 and is one of the leading authorities in Nordic Walking worldwide. Welcome, Malin Svensson. Are you there? I am. Thank you so much, Kim. I'm glad to be here. Oh my God, it's such an honor. And I love that you're focusing too on bodies of after 50 that because as you know i taught i i work with a lot of women who are this age group and yeah like i feel like a lot of women just get hard on themselves as the body's age but i think there's also such beauty in it as well so i'm i'm just i'm thrilled that you're here and what you do for everyone well thank you yeah it's been my mission that's actually the focus that i have had for the last 30 years as a personal fitness trainer it just happened at first as a coincidence that I started to work out people that were in their fifties or approaching fifties. And then it just became my thing. So that is what I have specialized in. So I'm basically an expert in aging. I, I know what works and what does not work to age confidence. And it's basically to strengthen your body and mind. I love that. But I, yeah, I want, I was kind of interested in your story. I mean, I know a little bit of it, but I'd love to hear what, 
got you kind of into it? Like, were you always into fitness like, your whole life or like, when did that happen? My environment was with my parents being very active, physically active. I just naturally being number six in the, in the family, I was the baby. It was just a very natural way for my lifestyle to live in Sweden, walk and bike to everything. And when I was in my I think I was around 11. I started to train to become a runner and I ended up being one of Sweden's top five runners, which is now probably a hundred years ago. But <laughs> I uh, definitely, you can say that I definitely have had it since I was born. It was just in the environment. And then I went to sports university, got my master's degree in physical education. And it's always been my calling. And then when I came over here, as a true Swede, we like to explore the world. And I wanted to come here where I had been an exchange student when I was 16 years old in Southern California. And I fell in love with the weather. I was like, wow, I can live like this all year round. No snow, no rain. So after I finished my master's degree, I was on the first plane back here to Los Angeles. And I've been here ever since for the last 30 years. I love that. You know, you said something really important. I think this is what gets hard. It's like so much of it is the environment that you live in. And I felt, I feel your pain too, because I'm from Chicago. So it's almost as worse as, <laughs> as where you're from. And I could have, I, my God, like when I got here, it was like a whole new world opened up where I could, yeah, walk outside. But also it was like the culture of the people and like, you know, your surroundings and that influence that, you know, kind of motivation to, to exercise. I was wondering, cause I know a lot of women struggle with this, like just being motivated. Like, what are there tips that you can give people around that? Well, motivation comes from many places and you always have to start with your mind. And I always say, go to what your big, why, why is it important for you to be in shape? Do you have kids that you want to be able to grow old with, see them grow old, get married, have kids, et cetera, maybe have grandkids? So you have to really go, you have to dive deep to feel and see what is important to you. Why is it that you want to get in shape? And it can't be just the look like you so beautifully talked about in the introduction I believe it all comes from the inside. If you feel good about yourself on the inside, then you will shine on the outside. And the motivation is one of the top three excuses not to exercise. You have yeah. time, you have money, knowledge, and, and uh, the motivation is a very diff difficult one to attack. So there's many ways you can do it besides also going deep and ask the important questions, you can have a fitness buddy. It's always more fun and the accountability is the best way. So if you ask somebody, hey, can we start walking three times a week together mm -hmm. at a certain time, certain day, then you're being held accountable, not just to yourself, but to that other person. You don't want to disappoint them and cancel. So you basically commit to walking three times a week. And so the fitness buddy system is a great way to start. And then you have other things. You can make it really easy for you. Everyone have some interest in music, you know, whether you like classical music or heavy metal or the 60s. 
whatever music you love, put that music on and start moving the body to that music. And that we have it in our minds that we have to work out. We have to go to the gym. We have to break a sweat. No, you don't have to. The body was made to move. Just start by moving your body. I love this in so many ways because, I mean, you don't know this, but I, this is something that I talk about all the time in that it's like putting yourself into action is what gets, you know, people moving literally, like figuratively, mentally, emotionally, all of it. And I, it's funny. Motivation is fun. I I have a client that I'm working with right now and she is stuck in a rut. You know, we were making some movement with her dating life, but now she is completely frozen because she has to put up pictures for her dating profile and she's not happy with her weight. And she's like, well, I don't want to put pictures up until I lose weight. But, you know, that has been kind of an excuse, you know, that has there. I'm like, well, if it's not the weight, it's going to be something else, you know? And so we're really working on, you know, her motivation around it and lack thereof, of exercising, of eating healthy, like all these things. And, you know, what I find is that, and this is just putting my therapist hat on for a second, there's intrinsic and there's extrinsic motivation, right? Like there's things that we're internally driven by that, cause we just like it. Like you, like you were like born to exercise. Like you're like, I love it, you know? And there are people who can train to be that way. Like I love it too. Um, but it's because we have practice at it. We've had like positive exposure to it. And so we love it. But then there's external motivation where you might need like a reward for yourself or a consequence in order to get there. Cause I always throw myself under the bus thing. Like I am not externally motivated to do taxes. I will just be honest right here. Like I, (laughs) I hate numbers. If I didn't have my accountant and that April 15th date mark on my calendar, I probably wouldn't do it. So I I need a motive. I need a motivator. So I love the tips that you said, because I I think like having a buddy music, those things can be the external like driver to really like get people moving. Yeah, and I think with anything, if you're not an expert at something, then if you have the budget, then hire somebody that can be that expert. And in the fitness industry, you would hire a personal fitness trainer unless you have a buddy that can be your fitness buddy and you work out together. But having that appointment with a trainer will hold you accountable. And um, also going back to the mind, I mean, already in my book, Wake Up Your Body, Mind After 50, already in chapter two, I start with the mind because most workout programs, they fail because the mind is not primed to set up for success. You have to first go inside. And so already on chapter in chapter two, that's where I start. And through each chapter throughout the whole book, I integrate the mind. So you have your positive affirmations when you stretch, when you do strength training, and when you walk. And there are days that you're not going to feel like it. And then you put that positive affirmation back into your mind and you always negotiate. There's always going to be these voices that Mm -hmm. pop up that say, "Eh, no, I don't want to do it. And then you can have a voice that comes back with that positive affirmation 
I can do it. I can just put my shoes on right now and go out for five minutes. Just like you said, take action, get the momentum going. So the, the motivation can be handled in many different ways. And setting yourself up for success in your mind is a must. If you don't, you will probably last on your own for two weeks. But with either a trainer or going in with a coach that will help you change your mindset, mm-hmm. it's, it's critical, crit- critical with anything we want to achieve. And like I said, in the beginning of the question here, that you hire somebody that you're not an expert in. If you don't want to do your taxes, you hire an accountant. <laughs> right. If you exactly. want to work out, you hire somebody that will motivate you and hold you accountable to work out. And it's also this should that needs to disappear from your mindset because oh, I always yeah. say, why not change around here and be grateful for what you have? Be grateful that you have legs that are working, arms that are working, a mind that is working. Whatever you have, just really be grateful for that. It's what we don't have that we always complain, oh, I don't have this, I don't have that. But be grateful for what you have and the body that you have, the way it functions. And think about somebody that has, for example, a disease like MS. If they got one minute to do whatever they wanted to do, do you think they would sit? Do you think that they would sit in their wheelchair? No. They would stand up. They would move. They would walk. They would jump. They would run. We don't appreciate enough what we have. So instead of complaining, oh, I know I should work out. I should take care of my body. Take it as a benefit as a as an honor i get to take care of this machine of mine and the better i take care of it the better it's going to function ah oh, so powerful and you know it's funny you were talking about and i think women cuz i do want to dive a little bit into just like specifically women and women after 50 but one of the things that come up for me when i'm doing my makeovers is that women do focus on what they hate about their body versus what they love and that is such an important powerful shift when you know like when you work with people about like what body part do you enjoy and like even with your clothes like what body part do you want to showcase and focus on that because it is it's such a powerful thing when you come from that place of positivity and gratitude and by the way that also has to do with the way that you move in your confidence you know people will see you in that sexy confidence when you enjoy your body more so i yeah cuz i wanted to know like you know obviously you're you're you work a lot with the women over 50 are there certain themes or challenges that you see women have over like say other age groups and and men Well, first of all, I want to go back a little bit to what you said Mm -hmm. about the body image. And in my book, I think I write two times the word weight loss. I don't focus on weight loss. I focus on what you can do with your body. Weight loss is such an emotional trigger. Yeah. It brings up so much. 
Instead, focus on what you can do. I can get stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, start doing some push-ups and see that maybe today I can do five. Maybe in two weeks I can do 10. And just feel how you're getting stronger. If you see a person walking down the street that is skinny, automatically our society thinks, oh, that's a healthy person. If you see somebody walk down the street with maybe 10, 15 pounds overweight, we think that's not a healthy person. Wrong. That skinny person can be living off chips, sodas, and cigarettes. <laughs> it's so unhealthy. Yeah. That person with 10 to 15 pounds overweight can have great blood work, meaning good cholesterol, blood pressure, can be out hiking, can be out moving. It is the confidence from the inside that you need to focus on. Start moving away from Mm. just the look. Start working on your inside. And again, like you said in the beginning, it's the outside that will shine when we shine on the inside. That's awesome. I, I, and it's, it's really refreshing to hear someone who focuses on the mindset because you're right. There's so many, um, what I will call band-aid approaches where you're just focusing on the action and not like the mindset that goes with the action. So it's, that's super powerful. And like, so for women, I don't know. And here's things that I see. I, I, I think that as bodies age, like a lot of women are getting really self-conscious with their midsection, for instance, as like menopause happens. And, you know, so we talk about that in, in the ways of their clothes, but like, what, what are some things that come up that you see and what you help women with? It's, I have to tell you the truth. My clients are just very rarely talking about certain areas of their bodies. And I mm-hmm. think it's because my approach as a trainer is shying away from that because I look at the whole body, Mm -hmm. you know, because we have all genetics. If we lose weight or gain weight, we do it around certain areas. You know, if I gain weight, it's usually around my butt. If somebody else gains weight, it might be around their stomachs. So it's genetic, first of all. So there are some things we just, we just have to accept. Now with that in mind, age comes in and people start feeling depressed more about the number. Oh my God, I'm turning 50. Oh, that's so true. (laughs) Here on it's downhill. Yeah. I feel, well, let's stop a minute and disrupt aging. And in my book, I talk about how you rewire the body and mind to change those habits. For example, do you view life as an arc? where you're at the top when you're 50 and then it's downhill? (laughs) Or do you view life as an ascending staircase where each chapter, each decade in your life is a new chapter, a new new adventure, there's constant growth. So it's more about aging to me is just a number. It's just a chronological number saying how many years we've been on this planet. It doesn't say who you are. It doesn't define. It doesn't define who you are, how young or old you are at heart. Mm-hmm. I have worked out with people in their twenties that are in bad shape, and people in their seventies are that are in great shape. So to me, age is just a number, and it's society and the group pressure that it putting put pressure on us that we're getting old and it's a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. We're getting more wiser. 
we can do something. We can get stronger as we're aging. Studies have shown that. I have clients that I'm just working out with somebody in her 90s right now that the last two months have never been so strong in her whole life. She's just getting stronger and stronger. Mm. So with women getting older and getting over 50 and focusing on certain body parts, it is mainly genetics. Look at your family history, your mom, your dad, your grandparents, your siblings, and see even posture. You can see that where you grow up, you have similar body types. So there are some things that you may not be able to change. You cannot make that your excuse not to do anything. It's better to do something than not do anything. And also know that there is no spot reduction. There's no exercise. If you do hundreds of sit-ups that you're going to suddenly have, you know, a six-pack abs. Darn! It works with the whole body. And don't be afraid of building muscles because as we're aging, you're going to lose more muscle mass unless you do something about it. And if you want to fill out that reduction in the muscle mass because it's going to be more flabby, then you build muscles. So you don't have that flabby skin as much. But hormones... Mm -hmm. Is a natural thing, especially as women, when we get into menopause, hormones are going to be the one thing that changes us and drives us crazy. And some of us, we go through menopause like nothing has happened. And some are just really being challenged by by that time. So again, going back to the mindset, that's where you're going to find your happiness. That's where you're going to find your peace with your age. That's where you're going to find peace with your body. That's where you're going to feel and find power to take action to be your healthiest version ever. It's great. And I love the metaphor that you used about, you know, it's like climbing the stairs and it's like that, you know, ascending kind of um, vision that you put out there because really, and, and that's just like dating too. You know, a lot of times people, are focused on, oh, well, I've had all these horrible relationships and it's like a downward spiral or down, you know, a a staircase going down instead of up. It's like, no, what if each relationship was a step up? And it's just something that you learn from and grow from and embrace. And I also think too, you know, with that, and, and I just know this for myself, when you work out also, it really helps with energy because don't you find too that when you know people are working out more, they have more energy, and with that energy creates that confidence? Oh, definitely. And yeah. that's why I'm trying to move away from those results that sometimes can feel unachievable. And mm-hmm. focus on the things how it makes you feel. More energy, you have more endurance, you have you, it's easier for you to go up the stairs, it's easier for you to be up and around people, networking, socializing, instead of always feeling like, oh, I just want to sit in front of the television on the couch. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, those are the benefits from moving the body. And guess what? The body was made to move. If, you, if the body was not made to move, we wouldn't have any joints. So the body is made to move. I mean, it feels its best when we're moving it. Now, I wanted to address something you said very importantly with some of your clients that 
was not too crazy about putting a photo of herself yeah. now when she was not happy with herself right now. And I know that is one excuse to not moving forward with going out there, putting yourself out there in the dating world. I would say to that person, hey, what, how do you know that the person you're looking for is not going to find you attractive, is not going to find that, oh, that person is interesting. I want to get to know that person. It's the energy that you send out that's going to attract the right person. It's not the if you feel that you're 10 pounds too heavy, it's just an excuse and unfortunately a bar that is limiting you to move forward in life. What would happen? I would just challenge you to, hey, put that photo up anyway, even if you feel you don't want to do it until you're 10 pounds lighter. Put that photo up anyway and see what happens. And make sure that photo, that you're happy in it, that you're sending out great energy, see what happens. You might be missing out on so many chances right now because one person who is waiting for you might be looking at your photo and say, that's exactly the energy I want to be around. It's so true. And it's so funny that you said that because it's exactly what, <laughs> what we were talking about. And yeah, I mean, after our session, I kind of kicked her in the butt, so to speak. And yeah, she's now going to work on her pictures. And, you know, another thing that's funny is that, and, and this is what we see something in the mirror because we're comparing ourselves to ourselves and how maybe we used to be. But like when people see you for the first time, they don't know what they don't know. They just see what they see. And it's not about the past. It's about now. It's like, how can you put yourself out right now with your energy, with your body language, with the clothes that you're wearing, with the energy that you have from fitness. And that's what people are going to love. They're going to love you for you. And when you love you, that's when other people do too, period. And a story. Yep. That is so right. That is so true. So yeah. Okay. I could go on and on with you. Um, so I, this is just like a fun question. Are there any ninja like fitness moves you would recommend for aging bodies? That well, people do? one that I have on my Facebook uh -huh. body, and it's a video that progressively builds up the challenging movement. So it starts with just easy standing up and sitting down from a chair mm -hmm. to where you bring your arms above your head, where the arms are lined up with your ears. And then you do the same thing. You sit down without a chair, go as low as you can, keeping knees and feet looking straight ahead because you want to load everything on top of each other. All your joints need to be on top of each other. And then from there, if you don't have any back problems, then you come so low that you can touch your, touch your hands to the floor and you start walking out on your hands oh until God. you're in a push-up plank. And then you start walking back and put your weight on your heels and then you curl up, head comes up last. And then you might wanna do a little jump up and then you go back down. And now when you walk out to your plank, maybe you do, you do a knee push up, and maybe next time you do a full push up. So this is a little modified burpee that I call. Yeah, I was just gonna ask you, is that the burpee? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I modified it and I basically have made it so anyone can start 
with the basic movement. And then depending on where you are in your movement phase, in your fitness status, you just build it up. So um, you can just, if you have back problems, then you would just do the standing and sitting down as many times as you can up to 15. If you don't have any shoulder issues, you would bring your arms up by your ears. If you don't have any back issues, then you would just touch the floor and, and walk out and continue and doing that. So it's just a great exercise. And you're more, I, yeah, just go to my Facebook page at Nordic Body and you will see the, the exercise there if you want to see it on video. And you can also go on to my um, website, nordicbody.com forward slash wake up. And there you will access videos that has tons of exercises, different stretching, meditation, audio. There's tons of free gifts for you to, to get access to. That is awesome. I just tried it a little as you were saying it. That felt great. <laughs> and, and something that you can do too, especially because we're all like sitting in front of the computer right now. I think yeah. in between your calls, your Zooming, you can do this. And it is, it's so important. So there yeah. really is no excuse. I yeah. love it. And that, that's the one that also when I was on NBC California Live, they showed that video. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and the person who was interviewing me, I think she's, you know, probably in her 30s. She was like, I want to do that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, everything I do is designed for the 50 plus, but of course anyone can try and do the exercises. And the main thing is that you start from where you are today, create that as a baseline and don't, you know, I'd rather have you not feel sore tomorrow than be so sore tomorrow that you can't walk because guess what? You're not going to do anything <laughs> After that, you're going to be very discouraged. So always start with things that you can do that feels good and build it up gradually. And that's what my book is all about. It is a step-by-step mm -hmm. approach to building it up. And it's, of course, endorsed by my one of my clients, Jane Fonda. And we all know she's the fitness guru herself. So she loves the Nordic body system. And the main thing, I also work at Lily Tomlin, and she has a great testimonial where she says that working out with me has strengthened her while she's been staying injury free. And that is what my program is about, because that can be also an excuse for not working out that you're afraid to get injured. You're afraid to hurt yourself and you might already have pain and you feel like, uh, -uh I don't want to get worse into, you know, I don't want to get more pain. And I'm saying, you know, my book, that's what it's all about working out pain free and reducing your pain. And yes, it is possible. Oh, I love that. And uh, full disclosure, my first workouts were Jane Fonda. So yes, <laughs> I <laughs> I even had, I remember the leotard that I had, like it was the first time I really got into fitness and like people would make fun of me because I would do these, you know, workouts. And then I graduated to like all the other ones that were out there. And I chuckle at myself now because with COVID, I've been like doing all these apps and just how it's progressed. But at the end of the day, it all goes back to Jane Fonda. So yeah. love you out there. <laughs> it totally, it's it's such an honor to be her trainer. And it was really funny how it came about. She walked up to me and asked me if I could work her out. And I was like, looking down at my phone and let me check my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I, right. I, called her back right away the same day. And, and we've worked out ever since. And she's just a delight to work out. And I think I was 
starstruck the first five seconds, but she's so down to earth that she brought me down to earth. And I, I don't even think about it now. I am. I'm so honored to be her trainer. It's awesome. Well, you're, it's an honor to have you on and thank you so much for all your like tips and gold nuggets. And I know you said where everybody can find you. Any last words of wisdom before we part? Embrace where you are now. It's mm. a baseline. And from here on, you can just move better and make life better one step at a time. Love that. Amen. Uh, and thank you for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. Of course, I'm your host, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com. And if you keep asking yourself why you're still single, feeling powerless in your love life, there are three things you can do right now to empower yourself. Just like Malin said, it starts with the small things that add up to the bigger picture, the bigger wins. First, join my free Facebook group the Love Makeover Insiders, so you can get motivated and inspired by other women working on their love life. Second, you can grab my exclusive podcast audio course, This May Be Why You Suck at Dating, where I help you learn how to get out of your head and into his bed. And the course is, it's just like a a podcast. It's, you know, a bunch of audio episodes, and you can access it right here and listen to it as you do my podcasts. And finally, as always, you can sign up for my free breakthrough call, as I mentioned before. And this is going to help you map out a love plan for yourself. And remember, it starts with you. And working on you is working on your love life. Stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day. 